It's time to get your shit together with the Gist of It podcast. The honest, straight-talking mental health and mindset podcast from Gist Coaching. With your host, Chris Piercy. How to stop comparing yourself to other people and who you should be comparing yourself to. Hi there, this is Chris Piercy with the Gist of It podcast. And today, as I mentioned, I'm talking all about the comparisons that we make with other people and who we should actually be comparing ourselves to. Now, it's very easy to get caught in the trap of comparing yourself to other people, particularly if you don't feel very good about yourself. Now, this can be circumstantial. You know, perhaps you've broken up with someone and you're comparing yourself to their new partner. You know, perhaps you're, you know, one of your friends has started a new friendship with someone new and you're kind of worrying that this new person on the scene is better than you. Or maybe it's um, to do with what you're consuming on social media. Maybe you're seeing a lot of people in very, very good shape and you don't feel in very good shape yourself. And that makes you feel bad about yourself because you go, well, they've got a six pack. Why haven't I got a six pack? I've only got a four pack. I'm obviously massively overweight. They're nice and slim. They're really pretty. I look like I've been hit by a train or whatever it is we say to ourselves. So it's very, very easy to get caught in this kind of trap if we don't feel good about ourselves. So one of the first things to do is to work on your self-confidence, work on your self-worth. I'm not going to dive into that particularly in this episode because I've got a whole series on improving your self-esteem and improving your confidence. So go and check out those episodes. I'll put a note in, something in the show notes so you can go and find those if that's something you're interested in doing. But getting back to the main point, it's really important to recognize the futility of comparison. So let's say you look at someone, look at someone's pictures on Instagram and you go, oh my God, they're perfect. What, what, look at me, I'm awful. How does that get you anywhere? Think for me now and just ask yourself, pause if you like, um, once I've asked the question, and ask yourself, has there ever been a single time in my life where I've compared myself to someone else and ended up feeling good about it? Now, the answer is likely known. Now, because most of the time, particularly if we feel bad about ourselves, we are going to see the best in someone else and the worst in your in, in ourselves. So we will pick on the best features of other people and the worst ones on ourselves and make that comparison between two. And therefore, we feel rubbish about ourselves. Doesn't get you anywhere. Alternatively, you look at someone and you go, well, I'm, I'm thinner than they are. I've got prettier eyes than them or whatever it is you're saying to yourself. And you go, well, I'm better than them. I'm prettier than them. I'm whatever than them. And I don't know about you, but being in a position where I'm looking down and saying I'm better than someone, I, I can't imagine doing that. Makes me, like, feels like a, like a thrown up in my mouth a little bit. It's like, it's not a nice feeling to kind of make that comparison and go, yeah. I'm the better one in this situation. Because who 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 are you to say that? But it's got to work both ways, right? So if you feel bad about making that comparison and coming out on the good side of it, then why you know it's a it's a rigged game. 
it's something that you can never ever win because either you make yourself feel worse because they're better than you or you are better than someone else and you feel bad because you've you know made that rather gross comparison um so there's absolute futility in the idea of making the comparison in the first place now the other thing is that when you're making a comparison between yourself and somebody else um i'll get into social media in a minute but let's say you you just know someone or see someone and you see what they look like or see how they act or see how charismatic they are or see how funny they are or whatever it is and you go oh they're so much funnier than me more charming than me or whatever it is like you do not have a clue what is going on in their heads you do not have a single clue what is going on now you may or may not know but i have i'm i'm a professional magician as well as well as being a hypnotherapist and life coach now, as a professional magician, my job is to go in to um, parties and be the life and soul of the party. Try to make everything amazing for them. Uh, make everyone laugh, be charismatic as hell, and just be just be incredible. And blowing my own trumpet, because I know that I am good at it, I'm very, very good at that. There have been weddings that I've performed at where I've performed in so much pain that I had to be carried from the car when I got out, when I got back from the wedding. Literally had to be carried, could not walk, because I was in so much pain. No one at the wedding would have had the slightest clue how much pain I was in. I've also done performances where, no, but just before going on stage, I literally was thinking about killing myself. But people who were watching found me funny, they found me charming, they thought I was, they thought I was great. I got huge compliments after the show so maybe at some point someone who i've performed to has gone oh i wish i could be that funny i wish i could be that charismatic i wish i could have like ladies laughing like pretty ladies laughing like at them like the magician has got they might have made those comparisons no not no having no idea how much suffering I am putting myself through just by being there. How difficult it is to put that face on. How, because at times it's literally been a mask. It's a complete facade. I turn up in agony or having a bad time mentally um, and put this mask on and perform. And people love it. And then as soon as I finish, the mask comes off. I take some morphine or whatever it is that I need and, um, yeah, rest up for a few days afterwards because that's what it's been like in the, like, previously. So anyone comparing themselves to, oh, God, I wish I could be as funny as that guy or charismatic or whatever, no idea what's going on. And I know that's kind of maybe an extreme example, but it's a very, very relatable example because it's my one, so I know it. Now, I'm not saying that anyone wants to be like me or whatever, but there's a possibility that people have. So maybe you see someone when you're out on a night out, go, oh, that guy's got women all around him. He must feel incredible. Or that guy is so good looking. I wish I could be that good looking. Or that girl's got such a nice ass. I wish I could have an ass like that. You know, whatever it might be. But you do not know their story. You do not know what they've been through. You do not know what they've had to sacrifice in order to be that way or whether they are there as a distraction from all of the awful things that are going on in their heads so the idea of just cherry picking 
the parts of someone to compare yourself against is absolutely ridiculous. The only way you can genuinely compare yourself to someone is if you know absolutely everything about them, their life, etc., etc. And you're never going to know that. You, can, you can't possibly know that ever. The only person that can know that is themselves. You don't know them. So how can you possibly make a comparison? So there's two huge points there. Number one, the futility of it, because you're never going to feel better by making a comparison. And number two, you can't make a comparison because you don't know the whole story. Third thing. Do you think, like, let's, let's say you are listening to this as an able-bodied person with all of their senses intact. Uh, you can see, you can hear, you can feel, etc., etc. Now, let's say there was someone who was blind. Do you think it is sensible for them to compare their ability to see with you who can see? Absolutely not. It's ridiculous. Just like a deaf person comparing their hearing to you. you know, whether, no matter where that's come from, whether that's having some sort of accent or whether that's genetics or whatever it might be, they have been through a thing to be in that situation. And you've been through things as well. So let's say you've got someone who, let's say you're five foot tall and there's someone who's six foot four and has really long legs. What's who would win in a sprint? Just genetically, who's going to win in that sprint? Well, of course they are, because they've got legs which go up to your shoulders. You're not ever going to stand a chance. Now you could train, you could do everything you possibly could in order to get better at sprinting, but are you ever really going to have a chance against someone who's like sixteen inches taller than you with legs which are sixteen inches longer or whatever it might be? So genetically. And, you know, um, in terms of ethnicity as well, in terms of where you've been brought up, financially, opportunities you've been given, none of it is the same. So if you look at someone who's done really, really well in life, maybe they've grafted for every single pound and worked their way up. Or maybe they had a huge amount of money given to them and said, there you go, start a business. And it's a lot easier to make the, the second million once you've got the first million in the bank in the first place. If you're starting from zero, you know, it's a completely different thing altogether. So again, you've got to look at your situation completely separate to everyone else's because different things will have happened. And I know that's similar to what I just said, but I think it's important to kind of recognize it as something different as well. So hopefully, <laughs> as this rant continues, you are beginning to understand how ridiculous it is to make a comparison with anybody else. Finally, with regards to this, social media. Now, when you see something put out on social media, 99.99% of the time, you are seeing what the very best of someone they are putting something up publicly because they want that to be seen by other people. That is what that's the image of themselves that they want to portray. So that's what they put up. So you're seeing their very best. And also, like I said before, you don't know what they were thinking when they were posting that. They might have put a picture of them looking incredible up thinking, oh my God, I feel terrible about myself. Please give me a thousand likes so I start to feel better. They might have the most terrible self-worth in the world 
and they rely on the opinions of others to bring it back up again, which is a very, very fragile thing to do. So, you know, social media, you've got to be careful with what you consume on social media. And when you see something, you've got to ask yourself, yeah, that person looks amazing. Does that inspire me to get fitter or whatever it might be to change my diet or whatever? Does it inspire me or does it make me feel like shit? And, you know, if you kind of make it a binary answer, does this inspire me or depress me? And if it inspires you, carry on, you know, looking at that stuff. If it depresses you, stop following it. How, how is it possibly going to make you feel any better if when you're just randomly going on Instagram for whatever reason, you're seeing stuff which depresses you? So from a social media point of view, control what is going into your eyes and ears because if it's depressing you, it has no place in your life. So, I've ranted enough about why comparisons are absolutely ridiculous. So, who should you be comparing yourself to? Well, I said already that it's really important that you know what someone else has been through, everything about them, in order to make a comparison with them. And you can never know anybody else fully. The only person you can know fully is yourself. So, you know what you've been through. You know what chances you were given. You know what opportunities were removed. You know what financially you had. You know what genetics. You know what upbringing you had. You know all of that about yourself. So the only person you can possibly compare yourself to is yourself from yesterday or the day before or the day before that. And just try and say, right, can I be 0.01% better than yesterday? Can I be just that tiny little increment, just the smallest sliver better? Can I be that much more applied to how I'm eating? Can I be that much more determined to achieve this goal? Can I be this much more kind of proactive in working on the things which I know are going to help me? But not aiming for like a 50% improvement, aiming for a 1%. I'm a 1% better than yesterday. That 1% would be huge for just one day. So 0.1% better would be great because it's better than yesterday. And that's that's what you need to be comparing yourself to. So what can I do that's going to move me closer to what I want, what I want to be like, just that tiny amount. And that's what you want to be focusing on day in, day out. Because when it comes to achieving things in your life, it's very rarely, very, very rarely, one thing which jumps you from zero to hero. It doesn't happen like that. It comes from maybe there's a moment where that gets flipped, but leading up to that moment is a hundred days, 200 days, a full year of little bits and pieces, little things that you have done in order to get to that point. So you're ready to flip that switch and win that match or have that opportunity or whatever it might be. It doesn't happen it doesn't happen overnight. It's like, I can't remember the exact words or the exact saying, but some uh, my overnight success took 10 years. I can't remember who that is, but there is a saying out there. And it's very, very true that it has to be done kind of incrementally. So automatically you might be thinking, well, what if I'm having a bad day? What if I'm worse than I was yesterday? What if I've lost my motivation today? Well, you know, that's okay. You know, you are, you're human. 
you have emotions. That's what separates us from uh, from everything else. We have we have sentience, and being able to go, yeah, I'm worse than yesterday. That's a shame, but I'm having a bad day, and that's all right. I'm allowed to have bad days because I'm human. I'm allowed to mess things up. What's important is that you go right. What can I learn from this? And then move on to the following day and just kind of go, you know what, this is a bad day. I'm just going to grind this one out and then move on to the next day. And on the next day, that's when I'll make an improvement. Now, if you do have a bad day, then look back a little bit further. Look back as far as you need to and go, well, you know, 10 years ago when I was like this, three years ago when I was like this, am I better than then? Yes, then I've made an improvement. You, know, you you jump back as far as you need to so that you can see that you are better than at some other point. Because the progress you make in achieving stuff, overcoming stuff, is never ever a straight line. It's hopefully, you know, the line of best fit, as uh, to get kind of statistical and graphical, and you're hopefully going to be just a straight line and upward trajectory, maybe kind of curving off as you get more improved. But if you're looking day in, day out, there are going to be ups and downs in this kind of, it's going to be a jagged line, which kind of goes diagonally upwards, if that makes sense. There are going to be, it's going to be a little bit of a roller coaster because there are going to be ups and downs in your life caused not necessarily by things that you do, but circumstances which you are thrown into. Um, you know, things will happen around you which make your progress more difficult. And if those happen, then, you know, you are allowed to have bad days. You're allowed, you're allowed to have a whole bunch of bad days in a row. But if you just recognize those as bad days, look back and just prove to yourself that you're better than you were at some point in the past. And in the worst case scenario, where you cannot possibly, you know, find a time when you felt worse than you feel right now, then holy shit, you are absolutely 100% allowed to feel really, really awful because... If you've looked back and haven't found a time when you're, you felt um, worse than this, then this is the worst you've ever felt in your entire life. So you're allowed to feel bad about that. And like I said a minute ago, there's some days where there's unicorns and rainbows and your coffee tastes like uh, sunshine or something that I saw in an inspirational quote. Um, there are days that they're going to be like, and there are going to be other days where you're, you know, the unicorn's been shot, the rainbow's been shat all over, and your coffee tastes like sick. Um, <laughs> um, I, I love the fact that I've just talked about this with no script apart from just, a, just an idea in my head, and then 19 minutes in, I'm talking about uh, unicorns being shot. Um, but there are going to be days where it's hard. Um, and just. Being able to say, this is a bad day, I'm going to get through it. So if you wake up in the morning and you just, you know, you already know within an hour everything's awful, go, you know what, I'm just going to get through till 10 o'clock where I'm going to go to sleep. And then we'll try again tomorrow and hopefully that'll be a little bit better. And, you know, if it's your worst day ever, it's going to be pretty easy to be even just half a percent better. And if you're half a percent better, then again, you're making improvements. So I hope you have found this information on why you shouldn't make comparisons and who to compare yourself to. Hope you found it useful. Hopefully it's in, inspired you to stop making comparisons and recognizing the uselessness of them, the futility of them, and 
you know, start comparing yourself to how you were yesterday or further back if you need to. My name is Chris Pearcy. I'm a hypnotherapist and life coach. If you're interested in sessions with me, then please get in touch. Uh, I offer a free consultation. This can be done in person if you're in the kind of Dorchester, Dorset area, or I do also offer um, video hypnotherapy and life coaching to clients all over the world. So if that's something that you're interested in, then uh, drop me an email, chris at gystcoaching.co.uk. I'll leave a that in the show notes um, or head to gystcoaching.co.uk and read more about what I do and how I might be able to help you get over whatever it is you're trying to get over or achieve in your life. Thanks for listening and I'll catch you for another episode soon. To follow us on social media, search for Gist Life Coaching. Head to gistcoaching.co.uk to read blogs, get in touch or find out more about working directly with Chris to get your shit together.